Hi, I'm Krista. And I'm Sarah. And we have this podcast called, Have We Talked About? Where two friends, at different points in their lives, chat about everything in their lives. From current events, to pop culture, from self-care, to self-indulgence, and everything in between. Join us weekly to see what we talk about next. Hey friend. Hey, new week, new topic. What's going on? Everything. Feeling so experienced now with this podcast thing. We're like almost professionals. Yeah, we are we are a step above novice uh, and we are consistently leveling up. Let's hope. <laughs> what are we what are we Oh, I'm, I'm very excited about the topic today. I bet. Um, <laughs> what are we chatting about, Krista? Uh, I actually feel very nervous about this. Um, we are talking about my dating life, my dating experience. Bachelorette Krista, finding love with Krista. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like a uh, bachelorette in the city, like my own sex in the city. Low yeah. emphasis on the sex part. <laughs> too funny yeah i have some questions for you i want to know all about the, about dating in this city what's going on things like that and i definitely want to hear some funny stories because i'm sure you have some funny stories <laughs> that you can share with us uh i mean i have some things that are interesting um that speaks to how challenging dating can be for sure um mm-hmm. and just to confirm i'm I'm fully single. I'm not in an ethically non-monogamous relationship. And I think that clarity needs to be made because there is a very high prevalence of people that are in open relationships on dating apps. Got it. And you are dating in the city of Toronto, trying to find your I'm, partner. I'm. It's expanded beyond the city of Toronto because I think that well is dry for me. Um, it expands... <laughs> All through the greater Toronto area, just shy of Niagara Falls on the west side. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Okay. North side, yeah, I don't know. Like we're Richmond Hill, Markham, and then I don't even bother with the east side because uh, I only go as far east as Young Street. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. True downtown Toronto individual. Yeah. Who was born um, and bred in the West End. Got it. Got it. So I haven't dated for <laughs> <laughs> 16 plus years. Um, and I wasn't around or I wasn't there. It wasn't an, there weren't apps back then. Right. So what are your hmm. go to apps that you like to use to find potential dates or potential bachelors? <laughs> um, I. I'm not good at m- at managing more than one app at a time, but I do. I'm I'm heavy on Bumble because I find more luck if I'm the one who is making the first move. Sadly, mm-hmm. uh, but I also use it because I also use the networking, uh, f- you know, f- friend finding function of that, as well to like meet with like minded women in the city for like friendships, networking opportunities, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm on Bumble pretty heavy and either one or the other category so that's my go-to I do sometimes try and switch it up and go to hinge but 
I just don't love it. I don't love the experience on there. And I mentioned before, I'm banned from Tinder, so that's not an option. I don't do OkCupid or Plenty of Fish. I have done Match, which is one of the oldest. I haven't done that in a really long time. So yeah, I'm I'm a bumblebee. Got it. Got it. And do you want to share just like a brief history, like dating history of your life do you want to share if you've been in a long-term relationship or not or no totally up to you um i would say that i've been single for a really really long time with uh, a spattering of dating smaller short-term relationships here and there with uh situationships that lasted longer than they were supposed to got it uh that probably took me out of like long-term committed marriage and i'm not saying that to say i am not to blame for that because obviously I if I wanted to be married and I had made that a focus I would be but I'm older and wiser now and commitment is important to me and so that's the mindset that I'm approaching dating with now you need to marry me (laughs) that's too funny um so what do you so when you're on the apps or sorry when you're on specifically bumble Mm -hmm. what are you looking for in the profile Ooh. um it really depends on my mood. So I'm not going to pretend like I have the same framework every time I go in uh, because the sad reality is that when you're on the app is when you have downtime and you're bored and not when you're like, yes, I need to focus my time on love and connection and do this the right way. I'm doing it while I'm unwinding from work and I'm swiping through. So sometimes I read the profiles and a really good profile with a lot of banter will really get me to swipe right. But I would be remiss not to say that I do employ the male strategic approach of like I swipe right on everybody and see what falls out from that. (laughs) Got it. And then trim the fat from there. Um, I anything too far on the fringe left or right. I probably I'm not interested in if you're you know, if you're too Mm -hmm. political standings matter but don't matter to me because I consider myself moderate so if you're too far left or too far right probably not for me um I am always curious to know what somebody does as their job because I just like to have a sense of what does that work week look like for you but also do we actually have something in common from like a work perspective so that we understand each other's world so you know I'm not going to pretend that I would marry any type of guy uh, in any stage in life because that's not true, depending on how old they are. Um, you know, if somebody, if everybody's making an honest living, but I'm a senior leadership kind of level in my career, I'm probably not going to date a guy who just drives a forklift. His problems and my problems are different, right? Understood. Has there any, has there been any like amazing or fantastic or funny opener lines that guys will message you because sometimes they're like stupid oh no (laughs) do you have an opener that that you say like constantly um I don't say anything interesting now I just pick the day of the week whatever day of the week it happens that I decide to like message them I'll be like happy Friday I hope the week has been going well for you before I used to like Bumble would let you do automated opening lines and give you like some to use Mm. I used to have this go-to one of like this is my opening line with an actual like graph of the line using like the underscore function yeah so some liked it i know one guy just said you know what you could have just said hi and i'm like (gasps) okay okay mister i'm in my feelings like so yeah i mean it's 
it's hard to take rejection in the beginning, but I've been on the app for a long time. So sometimes I knock them out of the park and sometimes I don't. It's just, it's just how the cookie crumbles. It's really hard to get a time where you're both, you're both conversing and you're both invested in the conversation. That's the Mm. trickiest part. Like, you, I messaged you yesterday because that's when I had time. You messaged me back today. Now my day is really busy and I don't have the focus to just like right. really connect with you. So now the conversation falls flat or we have to ghost each other. Like that's probably the biggest challenge. Got it. And then when is the right time or is there a right time for when you potentially like give maybe you ask for their number or they ask for you number so you can take the conversation Ooh. off the app. Offline. Um, I don't, well, I was gonna say, I don't ever ask for the number. I I will offer my number. I'm not afraid to give my number out. I know a lot of people are because that used to be a thing of like a barrier, but in a working world where I've used my personal phone number as a work phone number, my number's out there in the ether as it is. So Hmm. giving it to anybody at this point doesn't matter to me um, because they're like, what are they going to do? Call me? Who calls people nowadays, right? Like, <laughs> true. You're true. going to spam message me or maybe you sell my phone number to a marketer. I don't know. Um, it depends on the vibe. Uh, there's a cadence to moving offline into like texting or a phone conversation. And I find if guys want to do that right away, the connection dies very quickly because there isn't even mm. a check in to say like, is the banter okay? have we kind of felt each other out to just like warm up to each other to move to the phone conversation so then the phone conversation becomes stilted and it becomes like an interview so tell me what you do tell me what your goals are (laughs) tell me why you're interested in pursuing a relationship with me and it's like like a first round interview you're like yeah (laughs) it's like wow if kill my vibe was a person got it that's funny what do you consider a good first date in person first date to be like is there like is do you have is there a place that you go to or that you like to go to for your first date or are you pretty casual about it it depends on the level of interest I have on the person um so like I could feel like a a connection right away based on the banter and maybe I want to do something fun like grab a drink but I'm not opposed to something more adventurous like oh you want to go mini golfing or you want to do this most guys aren't offering those as options when they ask you out so um it's usually going to the bar for a drink I don't have a go-to bar I I like to keep switch it up um depending on where they live and where I live so it's picking somewhere equal distance between if I can or if I want to make minimal effort I'll pick something like around the corner from my house (laughs) or if i'm still not sure but they're very eager and i'm not sure then it might be just downgraded to a coffee date got it got it understood it depends yeah have you been on like a really bad first date um so i want to clarify first date i think in the dating world there is no first date there's like a first meet okay first meet yeah first Uh, meet up so because i don't i don't want to consider it a date um I'll I'll just talk about the last date or meetup that I went on was with a guy who uh, is in his 50s, divorced, has kids. And that's kind of a lot of guys that I'm that I meet at this point. I'm expecting that, you know, you are divorced and you might have some kids. So that's kind of the norm. Um, He had he had a British accent, which was appealing to me. Um, That's nice. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And 
we had had some starts and stops with our conversations. We had matched a couple times. That's another thing that happens on the app. It falls Mm. off and you match with them again. And then you have the conversation again. And they either pretend that they didn't match with you before or you pick pick up where you left off where it's like, yeah, we've matched before, right? I don't have a perfect recall, but I do remember when I've matched with somebody before. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not right away if they've changed their pictures. Got it. So, yeah, there's a lot of start and stops with him. So I'm like, if I really want to do something or find out if there's an attraction, I need to finally meet this guy. So I really pushed to meet him. He had asked me a couple of times. The timing wasn't right. Met him. He picked me up. Horrible driver. (gasps) Horrible driver. And we only, I said, let's, because it was so last minute. I live in the city. I think it was Saturday. There's there's always issues with lines and stuff. So you have to be very careful yeah. of like where you go, but you can always go to a hotel bar, which is my go-to in those kind of last minute. In oh, situations. good tip. Yeah. Good tip. Let's just find the hotel, go to the bar. There's always going to be like something weird going on, different people from all walks of life. Right. Like there's like an energy there. That's probably good. So that's what we did. He picked me up. He admittedly said he was a horrible driver. It was only like two blocks, but I was terrified the whole entire way. And I don't normally get them to pick me up, but because he wasn't sure about where he was going, that's that's how that ended up happening um we sat down he complained the entire time um, about what about he's he's pissed off for how much taxes they take out he was trying to buy oh tickets God. for an event and how Ticketmaster is a thief and pearl jam uh you know refused to work with them and there's this whole book on it and i'm like oh interesting 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 um because i have my own uh, knowledge of the insider ticketing business because I've worked within that industry before but um, you know he he obviously knew better than me so I just let him carry on um, he complained that he regretted being a father but he loves his kids what yeah and these aren't convers like I never talked to him on the phone phone before we never had any deep conversations he, he kind of called out that he's like, oh, I'm doing all the talking and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem like you're really in, like you're really into me. Well, duh. Awkward. Like, you're complaining about everything. Like you're setting the stage for what you probably, how you live your life every day. And it's just yeah. like killing my vibe completely. Oh my like God. we all have moments of frustration and venting, but like off the jump. So how did you, did you like wrap? up the date as quickly as you could as quickly as i could the the cherry on top was in the beginning of the conversation when we first started talking he said i know that you're looking for a relationship and i'm not right now and i'm concerned because i don't want to mislead you Hmm. he's like it's he's like i'm just coming out of a really bad relationship so i want to take my time so it's not out of the question but I want to make sure where you stand because uh, he's like, I might not be ready to move forward in that way. And I'm paraphrasing, right? Like this yeah. is just the, like, this is the overall uh, gist of the conversation. Well, I, I appreciate the transparency that he's giving you. Like, yeah. that's nice. So I'm like, I understood too. Like I, I, I didn't go in with my eyes closed where it's like, there's obviously an attraction because we keep connecting and talking. So let's just see what that looks like in person. Cause I've also been so into a guy who was really good at being able to take his time and have this banter uh, online. And then when you meet them, they're just not that witty in person. Right. Right. So I'm like, let's just meet. And then if I'm not attracted, it doesn't matter what he wants or what I want. We just move on. So the cherry on top was, the reason why he wasn't looking for a relationship wasn't based on his 
alcoholic abusive ex-girlfriend it was because he was in love with another woman oh my god who wasn't ready for a relationship who he was waiting on and it was one of the three women that he had had sex with in the last 24 hours oh my god because he's like i know i don't look like much he goes but i can pull women um okay (laughs) Like I, I never questioned either or, but, um, but thank you for the transparency. It was very important that he tell me that he, he, uh, is very sexually wild and fluid. So he's also (laughs) been to orgies and he's like experimented sexually. And he's like, yeah, I've just really opened up in the last couple of years. I'm like, yeah, okay. Probably should put that on your profile though. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then, yeah, the the date wrapped up. Uh, maybe we were gone for two hours, maybe. And then you never spoke to him again? Yeah, never spoke to him again. Unmatched again after that point and carried on. Uh, he unmatched me. That's another thing, too. I like, I'll just, le- I'll just leave it. I'll just leave the conversation there and bumble. And I'm like, I'm not doing any more work. If you, you can unmatch me, my friend. Because yeah. I'm, yeah. Com- yeah, I'm completely fine to just not message you again. Just like when people are like, why don't you block them? I'm like, why? I know I'm never going to talk to them again. The phone number just stays there, so it stays there. And uh, yeah. yeah, I have enough self-discipline not to act on that. Exactly. Exactly. Jeez, that sounds like... Is that fun or what? Um, yeah, <laughs> not really. Um, do you have any, like hilarious meetup stories or even like communication with a um, male over the app um i would say that i've gotten so many dick pics recently and they're oh my god and i I, you know unsolicited dick pics that i feel uh very clinical and doctor-like in the sense that i just look at it as a biological reproductive organ as a penis that's how many of them i feel like i've seen that it's like this is no reaction they just they just send it to you for fun they send it if we're in a conversation and uh we're talking about stuff or meeting up or attraction or something like that the way that i have settled it in my mind is that if a guy is attracted to you sexually in that moment he wants to show you that he's attracted and their way of doing it is to send a picture of their erect penis oh my god yeah so i'm like uh i guess i'm flattered but like also i will check the details and the metadata to see if that is a fresh pick or that's just a reused dick pic <laughs> that's funny Jeez. Okay, so anyone um, that's, you know, recently going on the apps, just prepare for potential dick pics. Um, okay, that's a good tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people aren't going to be always honest about where they stand. Um, sometimes people aren't actually clear about whether they're in a relationship or they're kind of rebounding. And I find that mm. that happens a lot, that Got they're it. not truly ready. Um because they fall off the face of the earth or maybe you're a second choice or a third choice and then the person that they really want you know gives them full attention and you know you get ghosted or you ghost like I'm not saying that I'm a you know I I ghost just as much as I've been ghosted uh but it looks different depending on who you're dating so I talk to I'm talking to guys in their 50s talking guys in their 30s and then 
I have this little 20 something year old <laughs> added to the mix. Uh, because I do, for some reason, attract younger men a lot of the time in their late 20s, which is like, that's a lot younger than me. Like, that's well, like, like, like a decade younger than I am. Right. In uh, the times that I match, I will match just to see like, what's like, where are you at with your mind? Because like, I'm always curious about where people stand. And that's when guys are their most honest, at least from my mm-hmm. perspective as an older woman. And it's usually because they want more sexual experience. A lot of the guys are not getting enough what they feel like is sex uh, based on being a young man. And they're like, oh, well, an older woman is in her sexual prime. So brother. And obviously the only thing she wants is a young body. So because my body is (laughs) young. Right. uh, She's obviously going to jump on that. I don't speak on behalf of all women. That's definitely never where my mindset goes. Like nothing, I don't have any care in the world about how young your body is from a sex perspective. What I'm concerned is, is can you, are you good at it? At my age, I'm not dealing with mediocre sex. So I I don't know where you get that mindset from. I'm not here to teach you. If anything else will kill my sexual attraction is a a younger guy saying, well, you can help me and, and do this and make me better. And it's like, because i have an incest fantasy like if i have to teach you like i'm your mother like that is that that is the opposite of sexual attraction yeah oh my gosh so anyway i still talk to this guy because also i am a certified coach on the side so when i see people struggling i like to like direct them and he feels like he just needs a bit of direction and he's a bit stuck but he's very expressive which i enjoy because guys that i talk to that are in their 50s don't tell me how they actually feel Mm. so it's always a guessing game like are you protecting your heart do you really like me you know am i one of your options as guys get older it seems that they become more guarded because they have more baggage right 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 so it's but it never the dick pic never changes depending on the age oh my god Jeez, and some guys think that's enough i've sent you a picture of my dick and i tell you that i i want to engage in those type of activities with you uh why don't you want to go out on a date with me well because you got to fuck my mind my guy yeah exactly <laughs> oh that's funny oh my gosh okay so um again krista in the city looking for late 20s to <laughs> like early 50s <laughs> yeah right like <laughs> That is such a broad range. Like, I'm so open. You're making it yeah. sound. Yeah. Well, you but like to short. talk to different people in different walks of life and kind of see where the conversation goes. But I won't deal with you if you're short. Oh, okay. So if you're I short. I do have a height uh, requirement. Yeah. Every once in a while, though, I will move. I'll move the needle down. Be like, okay, you can be 5'9 and above. But oh, my God. I've had relationships with guys that were my height, 5'6", and Mm 5'8". And there's the ones that I tend to attract that fall in that height range have uh, Napoleon complex. And I I don't want to deal with that at all. Got it. Got it. Jeez. Is there any, like, maybe advice you could give people that maybe are new to the apps or maybe are struggling and can't? you know, connect with anyone on the apps. Is there any advice that you can share your wisdom? (laughs) Well, I, 
I'm hesitant to give wisdom because if I'm still single, then is what I'm doing working? Uh, but I, I understand that I might be more selective than most. But in order to minimize rejection, you should cast your net as wide as possible. Swipe on lots of guys, lots and lots and lots of guys, because then the rejection and that sting is a lot less because you're talking to a few guys and not mm. just on that one guy that you've fallen in love with his picture. There's always going to be a ranking to like all the ones that you swiped on based on your personal preference. Um, ask the questions, ask the clarifying questions, even though it seems like people should tell you stuff. You should ask them, are you looking for a relationship? Because that's what your profile says. You know, if it says, I'm not sure, clarifying that. Sometimes you need to clarify if they have children. They don't put that on the app. And then it turns out they have grown mm. kids. I'm like, are you in a relationship? An open relationship? Are you in a relationship? Uh, or no. The next question is, does someone think they're in a relationship with you? Ooh. Uh, and then also, you know, if they say they're recently divorced or separated, I'm like, do you maintain separate houses as a result of that re arrangement? Oh, good question. Because there are some people I did go on a date with a guy a few years back and he was he was here on a work trip, but he was separated from his wife for a few years, but they still lived in the same house. Oh, weird. Right. Yeah. And okay, maybe you don't put that in a in a bio. I don't know, like, cause that's like maybe too private and too much information. But it's a small niche of people that are going to be okay with that. Yeah, valid. That's valid. Uh, what other advice can I give? Going with a low expectation. Don't treat it like a job interview. Uh, be real about what you actually want from that person. Like, do you want a guy who? It's going to take care of you. Do you want just a hookup? Are you willing to have some boundaries? Like, mm -hmm. you shouldn't be just going along with whatever the other person wants. Right. If it becomes too much or gets too negative, take a break. Hmm. I do feel like it's almost like a part-time job, job. It is. You know, being on all the apps and communicating with all the people. I feel like it takes up a lot of time. So if you do need to take a step back, take that time. Because you're expected to like meet all these people, make connections. And that takes right. mental space to actually try and connect with someone and really dig into their life or their pictures and all that kind of stuff. Like that's an investment. Um, so, yeah, we don't always have the time for that. And maybe just like be transparent of like, hey, I really want to connect with you, but I'm going to be busy for the next couple of days. So I, you know, my replies will be different or I, I'm not going to be able to chat as much. Um, what I have learned is that guys in their older years, if you do say that you're talking a lot of people, they it does make them uh, fall back or oh. unmatch. The idea they get, of they get like. They get a little nervous and scared. Yeah, the idea or the prospect of competition, based on my mm. my experience and the sample size that I'm working with, is is a put off for men, which is crazy. Where it's like, I can't just always just be talking to one person, and talking to one person doesn't mean I'm going on a date with that person. It doesn't mean right, I'm right. kissing that person. It doesn't mean I'm having sex with that person. So the fact that you think that you are doing that and that's okay and then I'm getting a perception that you're like, oh, you're talking to other people? Well, take me out of the running is preposterous to me for a gender that is supposed to be competitive. 
And I'm not saying, and I'm not using that as a ploy either, but it's just like in transparency, it's like we're all on the app. And if I'm still on the app, that means I'm talking to people. Right. Yeah. Valid. That's valid. Do you have any advice for me as a person who has been out of the game? I mean, I'm just, I'm. <laughs> Uh, you're funny uh no not really <laughs> like again I don't know that world yeah. because when I, I appreciate that started dating my now husband like there was no apps back then and we met because we met each other at our first job in high school right so right. it's very very different you know 15 years ago versus now so I no I really can't I just think it's a huge undertaking if you decide to go in the apps and and start that and and it's kind of a a roller coaster because then you know I have some friends that oh they get really excited about oh yeah like this guy sounds really great and we meet yeah. him we go on a date or or two and then they get ghosted yes and then it just and then That's you the they just yeah and then they go all the way down and they get sad and depressed and and everything like that so I, I would think, love I think to it's get tough to on people date. I would love to get to a third date, but it doesn't get Oh, there. yeah. Really, eh? Yeah. And also, my life is even more busy than it used to be. And I'm not saying that to have a flex or anything, but uh, I have a regular job. This is now a side job. I have personal family stuff that I have to attend to as well. So that might my, my, my time is very limited, so I do have to be selective. But I do say that in my bio that... I don't have a lot of free time and I'm willing to wait or take time to get to the right person. Um, right. Because they need to know that. But, I, you know, they are also strangers. They don't need to know all of my business. So what do you think is the best like season to date or is there a good season? Mm. Um, are people more on the apps during a particular season, like specifically patio season in Toronto? Is it more active? Right. It's a it's a good question. Um I would say that it's changed in recent years and I would say definitely in changing COVID. COVID actually was probably where there were the most online members and memberships because because people didn't know what else to do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. So people had no choice but to try and like put in effort and make connections. So that was probably where I felt like I was the most successful because I did, I was dating a guy as a result of COVID from that because you're like, mm. what else are you going to do? Uh, yeah. It didn't work out, obviously. I'm not, uh, I'm not doing polyamory now. Um, but uh, yeah, is it more predominant in the patio season? I don't think so. But I did take like a year's break last year. So I can also say I don't know. So I will let you know mm. this patio season. There definitely is an uptick during what they call the cuffing season, which is the winter months for those of us that see real winter, meaning colder temperatures. Oh. Yeah. There's an uptick in inventory <laughs> of people looking, <laughs> uh, but people looking for hookups. Um, mm. One thing that I realized during the most recent maybe holiday season or fall season is that guys, and I'm not generalizing that only guys do this, but I only date guys. They want everything but the responsibility of a relationship. So every guy is like, I'm willing to travel to you, but I don't want anything serious. I'm willing to be exclusive and monogamous with you, but I don't think I'm ready for a relationship yet. Interesting. Do they give you a 
like as to why or they're just you know I came at a long-term relationship I'm not in the right mindset da, 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 or just like nah not into a relationship I don't usually dig in because it, it those conversations end up happening because they have put on their profile um, that they, they're not sure what they're looking for so this is the option to say like you know unsure of what you're looking for versus mm-hmm. casual or like relationship so then that's what I ask because I'm like they're like what are you looking for and I'm very clear like I'm willing to wait but a relationship you know a long-term commitment a marriage is kind of what I'm looking for I'm not a spring chicken (laughs) but then they try and convince me that they're like but you get all the things like I will come to you I will hang out with you well you know we'll have the monogamy from the intimacy perspective but I just don't want to do anything with you outside of the intimacy because I don't want I don't want that part of it I don't want to be obligated to like connect with you every day I don't want to be obligated to like do things with you and like Hmm. deal with your shit that's so interesting and that's that doesn't change through the age ranges either it's it's still Hmm. very much like you know the guy in his 20s that I'm talking to still very much wants to just have a hookup but everything that he tells me is like but I don't want you to hook up with anybody else and I want us to just chill out and I and I want it to be more than like you know a hookup once you know once or twice a month like a couple days a week and just chill and it's like okay but again you're just demanding all of these things and you don't you know I want some emotional support yeah yeah exactly give and take in a relationship yeah Gotcha. Well, is there any other um, tips or advice you could give people that are on these apps that are struggling or any anything at all that you could provide to them? Uh, I think at the end of the day, it's everybody's journey and experience. So I would never want to project what someone should do based on like their dating style or their act, you know, their attitude towards life or who they are in their heart as a person. But I vet and try and vet guys as much as possible because in this day and age with social media from both sides from the female side and the male side nobody's presenting the real version of their life where of course not right like I have a great life everything's great I have the best days you know in terms of how I experience it as a straight woman dating men you know they're they're lying about their job titles they're lying about their age they're lying about their height (laughs) <laughs> lying about their relationship status they're lying about whether oh my they have God. kids so you're telling me you go into cia mode and creep the fuck out of them on social media yeah but I, I i don't do it i don't interact with them to make it seem like it's an interrogation i have the regular banter but i just ask questions and then if a question is unclear and we keep going on i will circle back with that question in a different way to see how that Mm. answer changes i just slowly piece stuff together just to get a sense of like are you like do i detect deception and it's not to catch you i'm not here to be like the gotcha girl but at the same time i don't want to invest in somebody who just can't be up front but on the flip side yeah exactly there's mm-hmm. guys in the first interaction have told me their whole life story of trauma and abuse Ooh. from the jump. Too much. Yeah. So there's there's a, a tempo that we have to maintain. So I don't want everything, but I just want basic things to be like. Tri- yeah. There's a fine line. Yeah. 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 Until you build that trust up and that rapport up, then you can open up more and more. 
don't just spill your guts in the first hour of talking to right? someone. Like I didn't know my dad until last year and and uh, you know, I worked with him two years ago and I didn't even know and it's just pages and pages and oh pages. And uh, yeah, I can't I can't deal with that. Um, so yeah, it's just like a I want it to be more than a professional interview, but less than a therapy session with just like more honesty, <laughs> integrity in between. And makes you know, sense. Makes sense. You want me to use recent pictures, like you know, fine. I also want you to use recent pictures. I do feel there's a hypo- hypocrisy and double standard where guys are always like, "Are your pictures current?" And it's like, your pictures are not current, sir. <gasps> oh my god. Uh, and you know, your pictures are showing you in a light that you don't look like in real life. So, you, if you're telling me you're being catfish, it's because you are a catfish. <laughs> that's funny but you know what i'm trying to say here sarah is that it's all fun like i'm enjoying myself right like it's a fun ride Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's an interesting experience and when it gets to be too much i just turn it off and then yeah redirect and focus on myself and i think that's important to note like once you you know sometimes you just need to take a step back right reevaluate everything and then you know take focus on yourself for a bit and then jump back into it again because it's a lot it is a lot. <laughs> right? Like, it's just, yeah. I mean, I'm not married with kids, and that's a lot. And it's just, like, doing life alone is, like, uh, I really would find a partner. But that's a lot, too, because it is, like, yeah. applying for another job. But the job is yeah. trying to secure, like, a support person, like your lobster yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Do you find when people post on social media about their engagement their wedding their kids or whatever it it triggers something in you or you're just you don't don't care about that uh I don't feel triggered um I am genuinely happy for those people in relationships that are sharing the relationships and I know that they're true and authentic and I'm like oh Mm -hmm. I'm happy for you wholeheartedly yeah but I can also tell when people are posting you know pictures or you know making posts that suggest everything is okay when it's not okay yeah it's very clear when someone is genuinely happy and enjoying themselves and when people they're trying to convince you that they're okay and what what are some examples of that because i i know some i think i know some examples um because it because it still affects me although i'm married and have two kids like i still get affected by that too and i'm like what the fuck what is wrong with me social media like get out of here i mean i don't follow any i don't follow people too intensely that i know everybody's day-to-day but certain people have certain vibes with how they're posting and then all of a sudden the vibe Mm -hmm. may change like you don't see posts for a long time then you see this post that seems to be out of the ordinary and very specific and long and or they post too much of every day of like just here with my boo just here with my best life and it just right. it just seems so contrived um but then you could also know somebody and know in the back end hearing from somebody else like you know there's gossip that goes around right so you see yeah. you hear the gossip and then um you see the post and you're like well that's not what's happening <laughs> that doesn't add up no like she's trying to save her marriage but that is not that is not gonna happen it's not gonna work out yeah. girl that's funny that's too but funny. i'm curious to see what you what you see when you see something that you're like that's that's not authentic yeah i think again this is just my opinion yeah. um i think when people post super long 
captions mm-hmm. on a picture. I'm like, are you trying to like explain yourself for some reason? Right. That's a little sus to me. Um, or people like randomly start posting like all the time, like yeah. so frequently. I'm like, hmm, what's going on? Exactly. It's just that it's just it's like a vibe. It's like a paranormal vibe. Yeah. It's like this is this is something is not right here. Yeah, exactly. Too funny. Well, I think we should make, um, you know, this finding love a series and we can follow your your journey. <laughs> Maybe every few months we can touch base with how how it's going on your end, Krista. No pressure see on my if end. you have any see if you have any new or funny or bad stories or dates or anything like that. And we can just continue to follow you. Um, sure, I'm not opposed to that. I think a good idea in the sense that we are diametrically opposite is that we should also talk about your story more specific to your babies and your baby story and that journey. And I think that would be also a good idea to include in our episodes so that we're seeing it from my single life side and your married mom side. Sounds good. All right. Well, I have you recorded. So it's a legal document that can be (laughs) upheld in any court. So uh, with that being said, I love the listeners to chime in if they're single or they have dating advice. And as always, to rate and review because we love feedback positive and opportunistic (laughs) and if there isn't anything else miss sarah i will be so happy to meet again with you next week chat with you next week bye girl bye